Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 111 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make theater happen. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other fine podcast streaming services, and if you have a spare 30 seconds, please do rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you use to help us be more discoverable to listeners who haven't heard about us yet, because that's how it works. And now for this week's podcast. Anyone who caught Dominic Cook's production of Stephen Sondheim's Follies at the National Theater during the 27-2018 season were witness to a sensational performance by today's guest. And for those of you who didn't get to see it, well, you are in luck, because Tracy Bennett is reprising her role of Carlotta Campion this spring in what promises to be a very popular return run. Joining Bennett will be Janie D. and Peter Forms, uh, among others from the original cast, with Joanna Writing and Alexander Hansen replacing Imelda Staunton and Philip Quast as Sally and Ben, respectively. But the opportunity to hear Tracy sing, I'm Still Here, absolutely nailing Sondheim's masterpiece of a song, should have punters racing to get tickets. It's, it's such a massive voice that springs from Bennett's diminutive frame that you, you know, you gotta, you gotta find yourself asking, where the hell does that voice come from? Well, I had the chance to speak to Tracy during the last run about what it means to sing Sondheim's classic, uh, holding the stage at the Olivier, and, and, and just what it means to return to the National to perform. Have a listen. I'm still here. Just, I mean, what a gift of a number <laughs> anyway. Well, you uh, say that, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's a nice gift, but it's like, God, it makes me nervous Does every it? single night. Yeah, And I know people say that, but there are two things off the top of my head. A, yes, it's one of the most iconic musical theatre numbers, mm. and Sondheim. And <laughs> people have sung it long before me, like legends. And so all that is in my mind, and there was a pressure there to you know, do it 
up to a certain level, I guess. Yeah, you learn about these characters through their songs. Right. You know, you, they're, the scenes are there that move the move the, a central story. Yeah. But you really get the characters. And I mean, this what Joe's seeing is seeing right now. Is just I. I I know, I isn't it beautiful? I love sometimes simple songs. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they must be the hardest to write, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, the irony, but yeah. I, they're just so moving, aren't they? Yeah. I love "Not a Day Goes By" oh, from yeah. Merrily, and yeah. I used to sing that because I was married long, long, long ago. Right. I think the first one after America did it, and I, I could barely get through it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is a that is one of my favorites of his. I, I saw it. Uh, the last one they did here at, oh, the, right. at, at the Pinter, I guess it was the com- was it the Pinter then was it comedy, uh, but it was the I transfer from the Mini Chocolate too. Factory. Yeah, I saw it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, memories. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, okay, let's take it back to as, uh, uh, the craft part of it. Like, because I know what it's like to be on stage, solely on stage, but no, obviously nothing is kind of exposing as the Olivier stage in a right. set that's not. Closed, so you see the back wall, you see the orchestra, you see everything is open, and then there's you, you know, <laughs> in, in, in that you know do, doing that number. I mean, the craft, like to, to fill the stage. I mean, it's and you're, oh, it's okay, it's all right. Oh, is that yeah. magnetic? Oh, good. Is that magnetic? Yeah, it will erase as you go by. Oh, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's you know, is it? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, you, I mean, you said there was a. You felt a kind of pressure or whatever. But like, you know, um, did did anything prepare you for like the first time you kind of did it in tech or something? When you you kind of went, oh shit, okay, here we are. Um, and then in front of that audience who they're just looking at you, Tracy, kind of and, and going along with you on that ride. Yeah, uh, I mean, first of all, it's it's quite a lonely track. Yeah. You know, when they're all on, I'm off, and when I'm on, they're off, and mm. blah, blah. And I think it's quite a lonely track for a few of us, really. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's a long song. I've got to make it kind of interesting. Um, like I said, I'm always hard on myself anyway. Uh, you have to prepare for the gig, no mm. matter what it is. Yeah. And they all have a different kind of technique to them, I suppose, if you want to talk technical stuff. So you mix the tech with the story and you serve the piece you know you have to really unblock your mind when you know that Sundime is sitting there in a dress rehearsal and you go well it's the first time I've done it with the frock on and stilettos and it's harder when the stance that you've come to be with the character that's not your own is it all changes and then the mic belt's too tight or too slack or you know there's all these things that can go wrong and like get in your light and So you try and meld that all together, but you you know you you prepare yourself in any rehearsal, and no matter how long you get, you get on stage and it changes. Mm. But having said that, and don't take this wrong, no. the work is easy in effect. It's not rocket science. You know, we're not going down the mines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mentally, as you get older, it's harder because you don't learn as quick, maybe or. You might get tired quicker or something, so you have to look after yourself even better. Yeah. Which means you've got to eat well, you've got to yeah. sleep well if you yeah. can. And you know, sometimes if your private life's a bit mm. rocky and you know, or a family thing going on, or a friend is really gravely ill, you know, you, they don't know that. Yeah. They're not meant to know that, and and these things can really start melding into your work. 
So it's a real struggle when you get older for me to leave all that at stage door, yeah. come in and serve the piece. So the major concentration is what's exhausting. It's not the physical thing with me. I'm an ex-dancer, I guess, yeah. and I keep myself fit and stuff. But it mentally, you really have a lot to overcome because you, your life gets bigger, yeah, as you know. And and so you just hope for the yeah. best and you keep doing it for them. I'm not saying you dominate an audience, but you certainly have to lead them on this story and yeah. on this journey. Yeah. And you can't flail behind that. If that's... Have I answered that's the amazing. question? <laughs> that's amazing. You are so incredible. I could talk to you for hours. Can I just ask you one last thing? Yeah. Coming, like coming to the... You just talked about stage door. When you, you know, I've had the pleasure of working here once and you kind of come in and, and you go, oh my God, you know, I'm home. I, like, I feel like I come home. You know, when I come back here, this is an incredible building. Yeah, it what is. is. What does it hold for you, the coming coming through that stage door for you? Well, again, I mean, in, in well, I'm saying in the day. I'm not talking 1915, but close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of my very, very good friends uh, directed here yeah. and acted mm. here in the 70s. Mm. And I was doing TV up at Granada when it was yeah. Granada ITV. So they all came to be baby directors on the television and then right. they started to do like you know big big televisions and stuff and they trained at the news so I'd I knew about the national obviously yeah. but it, it, it was always something that I, I didn't expect to ever work here because they were doing in my world at the time you know posh stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the women were always six foot ten you know because they were playing lady of the manor or some yeah. lord lady manor of this and 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 so I never thought that was an option. And I don't think they did many musicals as well. So um, I, I, I kind of started on the television route, to be yeah. fair, and I kept all the the musical training stuff quiet because in those days they, they weren't snobby, but they mm. just didn't put the two together like they yeah. do kind of in America. Yeah. So I was just thrilled to meet them all and hear about the legends and the... The Olivier mm. stories, and don't forget, Lord Plowright was the owner yeah. and runner of the Granada, so it was all that. Um, so by default, I, I, I'd, I'd always hoped to get here, but I never thought it was my place to. So um, there is it in the air, the legacy of all that, to me. Yeah. And, and there's a respect behind all that, but you can't let it affect you because... If you get reverent of anything, it can kind of repress you in yeah. a way and, and you feel like you can't put a foot wrong. So you just have to embrace it. And, of course, I, I'm i a musician, to be honest, and so I get on with the musicians yeah. and the crew, and I always have yeah. since I started off. So they make it fun as well. Yeah. And, and you know, my wig girl, we laugh. And, and, and my dresser, for want mm. of a better word, again... In, in America, you have to say, like, wardrobe attendant. <laughs> All right, you're dresser. not a dresser. Dresser, dresser. Yeah, because it's kind of derogatory, I yeah. guess, because they do much more than that. And we we just howl. Yeah. So that's all good. But um, everybody's brilliant at what they do here. It's like A-list across the board. And, and you know, to be fair, my mum and dad taught me respect for, for uh, They used to say, treat your cleaning lady in the office when you grow up the same as yeah. the managing director and I went yeah but the, the managing director's paying me my wage mm. smack across the face and 
This is why. Because without that cleaner in your office, you spend two hours doing it yourself, and then the boss goes mad. So they've got a job to do, yeah. and so is him. So treat everybody with respect. And that's what I've kind of always done, really. Yeah. No matter what they do. Because I know I worked in a factory when I was at school, and the post office at Christmas, and a nice lo- lolly factory, and a checkout girl, you mm. know, and a waitress. So I, I know that without any of that you can't you can't get on yeah everybody has something to give yeah so I hate it when you see people clicking and whistling at the barmen and stuff I'm like don't there's no dog in here you know so that said yeah I love I actually skip to work and every day and across the bridge and it's marvellous having your lunch over the river snow rain summer and you start a job in one season and then you end yeah. it in another season. So you're having lunch and watching all the seasons. So, yeah, and again, at my age, I, <laughs> I suppose I'm lucky to even stand up, you know. Stop Never mind be employed. Stop <laughs> so it's all good. Oh, brilliant. Listen, thank you so much. Tracy Bennett backstage at the National Theatre during the original run of Dominic Cook's production of Follies. Now, before we wrap up, if you are a theatre professional, head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free profile page. All you have to do is create an account with an email address, make up a cool password, and away you go. You can follow us on all the socials, uh, that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at CurtainCall, all one word, all lowercase. And we'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback from the podcast. Just get in touch with me via any of the social media platforms I mentioned or write to me at john at curtaincallonline.com. It just leaves me to say a huge thank you to Tracy Bennett and the entire cast and company of Follies at the National Theatre. Guys, do yourself a favor and book tickets if you have the opportunity. It's a beautiful production. And at this point, I would like to point out Vicki Mortimer's design and Polly Constable's lighting, uh, particularly noteworthy here. Uh, and I am sure that uh, you are going to have a blast if you manage to get a ticket. Good luck. Break legs. Merth, whatever uh, you say. Uh, toy toy uh, to the entire casting company of Follies opening this February, and I'll put the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.